0: Hey, Dr. Bill Signard here with another gospel rant. This one's titled, Look, I Hear You, Mills. Have you seen the recent Jillian Jacobs Diet Coke commercial? Check it out on YouTube. I mean, if you've been to a movie in the last six months, you've seen it. Look, here's the thing about Diet Coke. She says as she takes a drink, it's delicious. It makes me feel good. Life is short. If you want to live in a yurt, yurt it up. If you want to run a marathon, I mean, that sounds super hard, but okay. I mean, just do you, whatever that is. And if you're in the mood for a Diet Coke, have a Diet Coke. Diet Coke, because I can. Look, I think the Coke folks have done a brilliant job of capturing the the essence of uh, young adults. Look, you do you, right? And me, I'm going to do me. And who am I to tell you to do me? I get it. I follow. It's fun. Uh, The Commercial oozes hipster and freedom and confidence and positive inclusivity. It's even hopeful, and it's all about a Coke product. I get it. I really, really, really do. And I would be lying if I told you that I don't spend most of my day doing me. No judgment. So I thought about that commercial when Barna came out with their latest study. It says that seems to imply that millennials don't want to witness to non-Christians because They say it feels like they're judging them. And this led to Christianity Today's misleading breaking news headline, quote, half of millennial Christians say it's wrong to evangelize. Survey finds young believers want others to know about Jesus. They just don't want to speak up about it. Uh, The references, the URLs to both of those would be on my, my blog on the website. The truth told, I think, CT is burying the real headline and furthering the caricature of millennials. So millennials, I'm here to say that I've got your collective backs. I think what Barna actually says is that practicing Christian millennials, right, PCMs, and that's those eight or nine million young adults who say that they're taking their faith very seriously. They attend their church at least once a month, which, by the way, is pretty pathetic if it's just once a month. But anyway, the, the PCMs are as missionally productive as any of the other church-attending generations. Here's the numbers. 96%, 96% of PCMs agree that part of their faith means being a witness about Jesus. And look, that's compared to 97% and 95% of practicing Christian Gen Xers and practicing Christian Boomers respectfully, meaning zero statistical difference. And same could be said of the next question. 94% of the PCMs compared to 97% of Gen X and 97% of boomers would agree with this statement. The best thing that could even happen to someone is for them to come to know Jesus. Again, statistically almost no distinguishable difference. 73% of the PCMs, significantly more than PC Gen Xers, 66% and PC boomers, 59% feel that they are actually gifted at sharing their faith. I mean, that's a whole different picture of a, of a, a, a young adult group. I mean, the ones who are attending church still, the ones I've called many-me's, the safe millennials, uh, who are still coming to church at least once a month. <laughs> but you can see that, that they're for witnessing, very much so. Well, what's caused all the problem? Two questions, two statements that have caused all of the hubbub. And here it is. Do you agree with this statement? It is wrong to share one's personal beliefs with someone of a different faith in hopes that they will one day share the same faith. Well, 47%, almost half of the uh, PCMers agreed compared to 27% of the uh, practicing Christian Gen Xers and 19% of the practicing Christian Boomers. And here's the second question. If someone disagrees with you, it means they're judging you. Again, 40% PCM, 22% Gen X, and 9% Boomer. So those are statistical differences, but I think the problem is, is the actual statement, the questions. I believe surveys are only as good as the questions they ask, and this one appears to me to be a poorly thought out and generated question. I mean, you have to look at the discrepancies between uh, the questions that I've mentioned in this podcast Right? I mean, I'm trying to reconcile these answers with the 94% of the PCMs who say that the best thing that could happen to someone is for them to come to know Jesus. Right? So, look, I think that young adults are weary. They're highly sensitive to anything that smells like racism, sexism, classism, uh, shaming, bullying etcetera right? And should be. And this sensitivity has been drilled into their heads since they were infants. They seem to really believe that all people, no matter what or who deserve to be treated with honor and respect, whether they agree with me or not, whether they buy into Jesus or Christianity or not, it's their choice to believe what they believe. And they should be honored because they are them. If you want to yurt, yurt it up, if you, if you want to not buy into Jesus, okay, not buy into Jesus. Sorry for the bad grammar. On the other hand, if they're harming other people, well, that's a whole different matter, but that's a different question. But if they are just living their lives based upon what they believe, then they're not to be despised or treated with contempt or, or be shoved away like Audis. So... This changes, I mean, if you buy that, this changes how we approach real people with the amazing news of Jesus Christ. It doesn't change whether we do approach them, it changes how we approach them, it just does. So witnessing is less arguing. I mean, think of apologetics in the last 40 years, how we've been taught to take this argument and crush it. So witnessing for young adults is less arguing. Less berating, less crushing, less cross-examining, less shaming, less saying, well, you're wrong, I'm right. Less making your point about things. If it shames people and it's more respectful and open-handed dialogue. So we can be passionate and vocal and still not be judgmental. That's all they're saying, right? To be judgmental to people, to, to think we know where they're, they're, they're going. I mean, that's above my pay grade. I don't know what God is going to do. And the truth told, the way we've been doing things, boomers and Gen Xers, has not been very effective in getting dialogue going, certainly not lately. So the issue here is, I believe, it's not whether the PCMs will witness or not. The the real question is how they will witness. Question, can I witness in a way that does not look down at other people, make them feel judged, uh, make them feel small or wrong? And I'm not suggesting that this is easy. I don't find it easy. Right Right? right is right. Sin is sin. Truth is truth. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but, you know, and truth, we, we we don't have to water down the gospel or even imply um, that you can believe what you want to believe and God's okay with that. Right? No. But having said that, there's case after case where Jesus witnesses to people, Audis, wrong people, without crushing them, without condemning them. Uh, The rich young ruler, the woman at the well, Zacchaeus, Peter, Paul, the prostitute. You know, I think that in this culture where shaming happens more and more and violent, visceral shaming. And it happens on such a regular basis where more and more people just are wildly hypersensitive to it. It just would make sense for us to learn how to witness, learn how to share, learn how to teach, learn how to preach in a way that does not feel like judgment and shaming to others. And again, I don't think that's easy. We just need to learn how to do it. You know, one way we can do this is to make sure that we freely offer Jesus to anyone and what Jesus did to anyone and everyone equally. Honestly, heaven's going to be filled with redeemed gays and straights, redeemed Democrats and Republicans, redeemed Americans and Venezuelans, redeemed Catholics and Jews and Baptists, redeemed rich and poor, redeemed drug dealers and immigrants, and redeemed child molesters and redeemed politicians and priests. On the other hand, hell will be filled with unredeemed folks from each and every category that I just mentioned. The only difference between the two really is Jesus's redemption, period. Period. So let me ask, would any of those groups feel judged by what I just said? Come to Jesus as you are, not as you should be or could be, and receive the greatest gift in all the world just because he wants to give it to you, right? Did you feel judgment or did you feel an invitation? Look, I'm not suggesting I have all the answers. Um, In no way am I watering down the law or what sin is. Sin is sin. Law is law. But I do think we can wrap up kingdom evangelism if we thought it through a bit more. What do you think? Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone.